Hello. <laughs> Where are we going in? <laughs> Oopsie. This is the first time you smiled. Hi. Hello. Hey. It's us. That's because you came in with a little select. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Rush Vibes Hotline. It's when you need to put in some smooth jazz in the background. But thanks for not getting frustrated with me. No, it was... It was actually really funny. Was it? I yeah, wasn't trying you, to be. The way you came Because hey, I was trying to jam. I saw the back, saw the back arc too and you just. Hey, he felt hey. He felt. He felt it. Yeah. Um, I, I missed. I missed my cue. So. No, you didn't miss it. You were fine. I, uh, I, I couldn't tell if we were really going in. Yeah, we were was, going in. Well, the music was, being, was playing. I think I was being silly. So I anticipated that we had another moment. Look. And then I usually like take a minute to you know, enjoy the, the, beat, no, it's, um, and start singing. It's, so almost, I think 11, it's, a, it's almost 11 o'clock at night. It's been a full day. It has been, but I think no it's days off my, this my week. Drum roll. No holidays. No, no half days. No, nothing. No teacher work day. You got, but you got Monday. You just got to make it. Yeah, till, I got to get there. Got to make it till Friday. I have to get there. Um, but yeah, I was watching some of our, I was watching our YouTube post and realized I do my, yeah, I didn't realize it was like a thing. Um, so I, I I wasn't sure if I should wait for someone to notice it or if I should call it out. But right. here we are, uh, week two of 2021. You gonna introduce us? I am. Okay, I'm just checking. I was gonna ask how you were doing. You gotta say I'm just. And I well okay well I feel Israel. Like I'm not gonna do all that. Highness. I'm not. I'm not gonna give you all all of the the accolades I, I normally my, give. You. I got my it shirt on. I my. I still haven't finished introducing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm Jess. This is my alleged husband, David. Alleged. Um, on a good day. Um, this is my husband, David. And we are Mr. and Mrs. Rushed Vibes. But honestly, we're just Rushed Vibes. Um, I should get like a Rushed Vibes tattoo. Like right here. No. 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 Oh, okay. No. I don't have any tattoos. I'm too scared of needles. But um, we're here in the flesh. You you don't have any tattoos that you know of. I, I, trust me, trust me. If anyone yeah. knows that you don't have tattoos, yeah, it's, it's me. True. It's um, true. It's very true. How are you doing? I'm great. I got on my my it shirt that my adopted little big, big brother, big little brother, uh, Alan bought me some years back. I think it was around the time when the first it came out, first remake of it came out. He's got a, an uncomfortably big head time to float well this is the original it this is the original pennywise um but you, know, you can still pay homage while you're celebrating the new the new thing so yes you can i've to, got my uh, time to float my bay oh sorry <laughs> i've got my bay shirt on I'm, I'm having some technical difficulties i just uh unplugged my aux cable um uh, but yeah, it says boo, boo, <laughs> it says bougie and educated, and you got this for me. Um, I did. I got it from uh, a brother on social media named Doctor Tank. Doctor Tank. Yeah, he's got his own uh, t-shirt line. Tank at Doctor Tank educates, I believe, is what it's called. I will drop a link to his shop in the show notes as well as the description here on YouTube. He was kind enough. To let me buy <laughs> three shirts from him, I, I was introduced to him through a, uh, through a mutual friend, my um, accountability partner for when I was completing my master's degree, um, James. He, uh, I, I met him through. Actually, we never actually really met. We exchanged messages because I bought the shirts, and then he wanted to 
um, advertise that on his page. So we, we exchange a few messages. But yeah. Well, cool. Well, so I'll drop all that information down in the description you, and then also in the, in the David link. has one that says black and educated. Um, yeah, I actually wore it on a, uh, on a business, on a, on a, on a work conference call. <laughs> and, uh, I've, I've decided that, you know, in the, the last company I worked for, uh, because I was a trainer and I was leading a lot of, of the, the sessions that I was a part of, uh, our director said that we always had to have our cameras on because if we're instructing, you know, subjects need to need to see us. So I've kind of brought that mentality over uh, since I've changed positions uh, or changed companies. I always have my video camera on and I used to be like really um, kind of, I wouldn't say suppressed, but I used to be really conservative with like how I dressed and, and you know, code switch. <laughs> like, yes, I, but I agree, Bob. But now um, ever since everything that happened this summer and the realization that I was suppressing my my actual self when I was code switching or when I was trying to be a lighter um, uh, version of myself when I was on these conference calls, I was like, you know what? Nah, no more. So I wore my my bay shirt on a uh, on a uh, conference call with uh, regional leadership. So just in case they weren't aware that he was black <laughs> and educated, you know. he made it very. And it wasn't very it wasn't intentional. Like yeah, I'm wearing his bay shirt. I just had it on. And I was like, oh, I got these conference calls, so I'll just I'll just wear it. Um, but my my company now is pretty cool. I mean, they're they're uh, everybody is um, pretty uh, lenient and, and open and understanding to kind of give everybody the opportunity to just kind of be who they are and express themselves. I've grown dreadlocks since since I started. I remember when I when I interviewed, I think I had the the fade, the little afro fade. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I got dreadlocks. Jessica, actually, before we came on. Before, I won't say coin came on air, but before we started recording, Jessica actually told me that I looked homeless that because I was in I was in a hoodie and my my lounge pants. It is just and I have my, and I have my hat on, so pants. I just have my, my locks out. And then like a shirt that was longer than his hoodie, and he just <laughs> I told him I was going to call home. the police and say that there's a squatter trying to. I'm at home. <laughs> what are over. you What are you drinking? I have Crown Royal Peach with my favorite Trader Joe's peach mango orange. Juice. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It's so fantastic. I'm not really a fan of Trader Joe's because it like, causes you to spend a whole lot of money anytime you no. go. But that <laughs> juice is not only is it healthy, but it, it no, no, no. That's not the lemon ginger echinacea. Oh, well, that that's good too. Yes, it it's is. all healthy, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. it's Trader Joe's. Well, not only is it healthy, but it, it hits too. So that's a rare combination. Uh, I'm drinking Bullet. Uh, nothing, nothing too fancy. I had to drop a couple ice cubes in there. Should we toast? Sure. Cheers. Cheers. Episode six Seis. of Rush Vibes. Also, uh, we I told you guys on the last episode uh, that we're big on milestones. Shout out to Twisted T Vibes as it now has hit over 101 views. First video to do numbers. <laughs> numbers. <laughs> yeah, relatively speaking, uh, 101. That's 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 a big accomplishment. I don't think anything I've ever put out is 100 people have watched or, or reacted to it. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, now we just got to keep, got to keep building. So thanks, thank you everyone out there for, for watching, supporting, subscribing, liking, sharing, commenting, and reviewing. If you haven't done that yet, rewind, listen to everything I said, and make sure you do every one of those things <laughs> in, after, that order. in that order after that we order. get done. With the Oxford comma. Uh, the Oxford comma. <laughs> he, so before we even dive into mm-hmm. anything. No, what? we're not doing this. Doing what? I don't know. Whatever. I felt like you were about to make fun of me. 
No, I'm, okay, about to, I'm about to plead to my people. Okay. Um, so we are still, we are among those millions of Americans still currently waiting for our Stimmy. Stimulus, stimulus check. Stimmy, and where my you boy at? here, I swear, comes down. You know when you were a little kid and you were expecting mail? And you were so eager to go to the mailbox. That's David. And where his office is, he has a perfect view of the streets. So Bird's he, eye view, baby. He can time. I'm like that old that old white lady in the neighborhood <laughs> who's always watching when he can do the corner of her blinds. When, making noise. Uh, so he knows when the mail that racket. has come. So he, you, you'll hear the mail truck and then just like within I know I can hear the mail truck. I can hear the mail truck when it turns into the neighborhood like around the block. I'm like. My ears perk up. Like, <laughs> it's a mail truck. <laughs> so he has eager. He eagerly runs down the stairs. He's like, "Time to get that stimmy." Um, and then I do my I stimmy. I do my stimmy rain dance. <laughs> I'm coming down the steps. And then I have to watch him disappointedly walk. And he's smart. He's he's gotten smart now. He doesn't look at the mailbox. He he brings the mail into the house and then prepares his heart for disappointment of not finding it. So he. He gets into the house and he stands probably like two feet from where I'm sitting right now. And he will see that like he'll go through all the junk mail because that's all we seem to get these days, like furniture ads and stuff. And then he'll see that there's no stimulus check. And I feel for I feel for him. I really do. Um, But I um, we just talked about Trader Joe's and a lot of people know that Trader Joe's is my boy. Like, that's my store. That's my happy place. Um, Forget therapy. Like, put me in Trader Joe's without a budget. um, And you will probably make me the happiest woman on the planet. So, for those of you out there, um, if you've ever loved something or loved a place or appreciated a place, I want you to join me in one accord. Not two accords, not a civic, but one accord. A 2021 accord. As I plea with my husband <laughs> that no. when my half of the stimulus check there is comes, no half. That there he, is no, there that, is no half. There is a stimulus a, check that he gets a spirit upon him to say, "Babe, go to the grocery stores no, putting, of your choosing putting, and shop to your heart's delight." That's all I want to do. If I could show you guys the grocery list I have, and I'm really like, how can I? How how can I convince my husband to just let me rain amok and fill this run, house? Run amok. I want to rain amok. No, I want to rain. rain. That's not how it, you I, can't you can't do that. That's just, just not did. the saying. I just did. I want to rain terrible. amok. Look, I'm putting <laughs> sand at the door so none of these spirits that you're trying to summon come into the house. I'm, I'm putting sand at the. At the I want to rain amok in Trader Joe's, all the windows, and Sam's Club. No spirits. I just want to buy all of the things that are on my grocery list. Yeah, whatever. That's my that's my dream. That's my goal for twenty twenty one. Real quick, to have we... a grocery shopping experience that when I go to the store with my list, I can buy absolutely yeah, everything okay. I so want. Can... So please join me okay, in is... our accord, in one accord that he's not riding in, to convince him to let me go on my grocery shopping. Yeah, spree. whatever. So, um, real quick before we get into the the actual nitty gritty. You can't see it. So for you all audibly, we, we are got Hamilton coasters holding them up. Courtesy of my my guy, uh, Jarrell, who is um, uh, I think Rizzle. I've I think I've surpassed him in terms of my my Hamilton in terms of Hamilton fandom. He uh, oh, he, he, he up there. He had no. He admitted. Well, he's he was the Hamilton junkie, and then he 
he passed me the, the he passed me the <laughs> you took the torch <laughs> he passed me the syringe and then um i kind of went to a whole nother level i think he actually even admitted on our last we have a, a group of friends that we all we get together uh about about once a month and we, we do a video chat. I think he admitted that I probably have seen Hamilton more more than he has. And that's, that's yeah. saying a lot, but he, uh, he sent us these over for, for Christmas. So Jane, thanks Drew. We, we, we appreciate definitely appreciate you. it. All right. So, so I, I want to put a disclaimer out that I have no idea what we're talking about lies. today because lies. These are absolute Jessica lies. Is, he, he does know what we're talking about. He just doesn't remember. We literally had a conversation about what we could discuss. I was on autopilot. So, he was on not listening to I was to like, damn, wife. that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what's crazy? First, we're going to start with the bus it challenge. What's up? Oh, oh <laughs> spare me. There is not... I would say uh, there's not a black man in America, but there are probably there's probably most men. People are taking in, buses. Where are they going? Most men in America are. Why aware are people? Why are people riding the bus? The bus it challenge. Um, are they busing to like polling, polling stations? Anyway, are we, are we, are so we busing black men to go register to vote? <laughs> nice, nice try. So it snuck up on me a few days ago. Uh, I think when it when it started. Um, and I, I've seen all these girls like dancing. Well, you have to the, you have to break it down what the challenge is for those who are. I don't really know like the detail. Like, so you start you start off dancing to "Hot in Here" by no. Nelly, no. and you're looking no, it's a, no. Bust it is a song, I believe, or drop it. It's a song that covers at the beginning Nelly's "Hot in Here," and then it it switches it to, the, to an okay, actual well, song. I mean, I don't know this stuff. Um, That's what I'm telling you. I listen to NPR. I'm pure in your words. You are not pure. Uh, I haven't done a busted challenge, so I am pure. So it's, it's a very snuck, low bar. It, it snuck up on me. Yeah, song's um, called Busted. And I was actually really impressed. Um, the way I was introduced to it, it was very much so magnifying, just like just the greatness of women, the greatness of black women, the diversity, their ability to go from like basic to just amazing uh, in what looks like a few seconds, but probably took several hours. So me being the millennial that I am, I, I had watched enough of these that I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cute if I, if I did this. So one thing that I, um, I had to remember You're somebody's is somebody's mother. I'm two You're people's two, mother. Two people's Again, mother. we've done this. We, it doesn't matter. One of the women did a, the busted challenge with her baby. Her baby started like backing that's, up, and she grabbed her and stopped her. That's so despicable. That's so despicable. Um, I was like, "Let me see. Let me see what I can do. Let me see." Thanos was right. Can I sna- <laughs> can I snap you out of here so I can finish you my can statement? Try. You see what happens. Um, so I was like, "Let me try." So you know, I I still have that youthful ability to at least drop down, but that's all I can do. I can just drop. Um, any additional? Are you? Mo- are, wait, is this your way of telling me? That you did a busted challenge video? I didn't do the video. I was practicing to see if I was if I had the capabilities. So I'm assuming since there's been no video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me. That you haven't okay. been able. To I had it stretched. I wasn't. I wasn't limber. No, I could. Pop, I can. I can do the the vertical mo. I can go up and I can go down. So I uh-huh. I, I I busted down. Uh-huh. But the actual like 
the remaining motion yeah. I, I i if that was i didn't have enough like longitude or latitude uh, i didn't have whatever i didn't have enough gravitational support to okay. be able to do the the remainder of the challenge so i have opted out of doing the challenge uh i i i think i've said it before that i don't have the meg the stallion stallion knees and i didn't believe people when they said on the other side of 30 like like once you hit 30 things just things just work differently your body's just like yo you've put me through a lot and i mean i've done years of dance ballet tap hip-hop are you rolling your eyes no oh. no, no, no i had something um you're rolling your eyes no, no, no. uh i played sports i've just walked in heels for an excessive <laughs> look um i've birthed two people I've had to deal with him. That that does, takes a number on your joints. Um, Time to float. <laughs> so my body just was like, no, girl. So to everybody who did that challenge, who's above the age thirty, I applaud you. I wanted to. Like I, I was. I applaud you as well. I thought you didn't know what it was <laughs> for different reasons. Um, I thought you didn't know what it was. What's the busy challenge? I thought people are busting their yeah. The people are um, anyway riding see, the, nice the city buses nice, to to help generate nice, local revenue, nice tax try. revenue. Nice try. Uh, nice because we're trying to get the you know the the uh, light rail. Don't don't you know? don't try people and save yourself. We you we know you your little, extra revenue yeah, for the city. Lustful eyes watching the the bus it challenge. I ain't mad at you. Some so the them, problem is when you some of them the, were cute. The, well, the problem is is when you have these viral videos and these challenges because they all they all involve video and video is is a good way for things to go viral, right? You don't see a lot of text. Uh, social media posts that that go viral unless they're like a picture of a tweet or a picture of an instagram and at that point or one it's, of those it's, chain it's letters a, yeah it's, it's still, it's still the picture so you watch one and then your your algorithm is like oh this is hot and you watched it you watch 15 seconds of it so clearly this is something you're interested in so every time i'm scrolling every time i'm in the discovery tab for instagram it's just like bust it bust it bust it bust it bust it bust it so you know i figure you know i, I you know tim cook sold me a beautiful phone you know uh facebook developed a beautiful beautiful app and instagram so if i'm on it you know i might as well enjoy it you know and if is the, who am i to tell instagram that the content they've put before me is not sufficient so i figure i watch a couple oh okay let let there be like some kind of man so busted challenge there better not be no, see, they, they better see, be on a bus see see this is my point that better exactly. be they, they better How actually he, be on a bus he accidentally you know i'm just gonna support the the trend and watch a few videos and it's cool but if there was some kind of man bus it challenge and i watched it and you found out that i watched it you'd be all well i'd want an annulment lust in your eyes i'd want an annulment <laughs> immediately <laughs> so this is probably i've only done through the pandemic, I've only done one challenge. I did the uh, Don't, Rush. Don't Rush challenge with Don't uh, Rush. several other moms, and we did it with our baby, our girls. But who who put that video together for you? Uh, some dude. Some, oh, some dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, some dude who was watching the Busted Challenge recently. <laughs> yeah. Love so him. I I did a tasteful. Rocky, I, Rocky I gathered some wholesome, wholesome mom friends of mine who had daughters, and we did a tasteful. Oh, please! Don't. It was tasteful. We did a tasteful. Don't rush. That's wholesome. the only challenge that I did. I tried to do uh, jump on the whole the Meg the Stallion. I the choreography was just too. I think I watched like an hour's worth of it, and you know the hips TikTok. I had like. <laughs> five counts and then it was just too much and i gave up because i realized you know i'm 30 
I'm I'm somebody's mama. I'm two people's mama. Oh, now, um, that, now that's relevant. And I'm tired. No, it's just that I'm tired. I'm right. too tired to take the time yeah. to jump on these 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 trends. And it's it's monthly. It's weekly. It's, it's exhausting. Well, it's you don't not. you don't follow trends like that, so you don't you don't know. So sit there. How do you know I don't follow trends? Because you don't do trends. That's why you're upstairs looking homeless before we got on the phone. Why are you disrespecting? Dang. What did I do? Because you were getting ready to come for me. So I had to I, knock it down. I wasn't. I had to knock it down. So. Man, it's not without honor. Um, except, <laughs> except in his own man, home. Man, take your honor somewhere else. In so, yeah, I, um, I, like, there's a part of me that still wants to mm-hmm. be. counseling. Like, youthful and Therapy. still wants to jump on these trends. I've been emotionally. But I'm always conflicted. Abused. Because I, I feel like some people have personalities when they do certain things, like when they do a busted challenge, when they do some of these things that can kind of be on the more provocative side, people are like, Oh yeah, that's just, that's, that's who she is. That's what she does. But there are other people that the image that they put out doesn't warrant that support. So I feel as if I, if I did a busted challenge to the extent that everyone else is doing it, people would be clutching pearls like Jess, how could Jessica, why would she, how would she? So I, I I don't know. Um, not saying that I want to, that's a lot of thigh, um, to put in, in a frame for me. Uh, and I, I take that smirk off your face. You're, creep um i'm not a creep I'm but i do i do appreciate it and i i know it can go it can go two ways because some people can be like oh that's scandalous blah 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 but i like to look at it and see the beauty that comes with it and it's like look at the transformation it's it's artistic being able to look one way and then you know jazz jazz yourself up and and now you're just whew, amazing so i i do appreciate it you're not gonna see it from me unfortunately one because i just don't have the editing skill i have the editing skills i just don't have the editing patience to do it and i know he's not gonna do it for me we gonna bust, bust, bust it up for a show or whatever i don't know she's gonna say some grandpa statement like that um it reminds be- me of this um there's this uh there's this cut uh anytime there was like a, a- provocative uh video challenge or whatever that be going on that involve women um somebody would would take a video and then it would go six or seven seconds into it and then it would cut to there was this dude like slapping the camera with his bible and he pulls it back with this with this judgy look like that's something i would do yeah um i shared a, a video to my ig there's this couple uh, I think the wife is American and the husband's Nigerian and she did it like she's doing the first half of the busted challenge and then she drops down and then he comes back and he throws a <laughs> pot of water like bust it for who for what um, and I felt like that's that's what we that's what we would do like not nah, yeah. not nah, check you you ain't busting it for nobody nah. else um, but yeah I just you know I, mean, I you mean what what you mean I'm just saying. what I can do it I mean, bringing in some Generate some revenue. What's the ROI on the bus on the bus challenge? You get a couple donations. You um, might be able to work yeah. something out. I might yeah, be able no. to turn turn the other cheek. Yeah, no, no pun. Mm, 
okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Jess. See what I did there? Rare but yeah, no, I just wanted to to just address that you ladies out there who are doing it and just transforming yourself. Yeah, killing it. It's amazing. Some of y'all, I, I did raise an eyebrow too. There was, uh, there was one where uh, this chick dropped down and she had on like a uh, like a Hillary Clinton pantsuit. <laughs> and so some dude retweeted. It was like, man, take that mess to LinkedIn. We're not trying to... <laughs> That's not what we're looking for on Twitter. No, that. So, that is mind your funny. surroundings if you're going to drop a busted challenge. Yes. Just know where you at. But you shared one with. I shared with one? the late. I think you sent it to me, or you put it on Facebook. But it was the lady oh, who yeah, had yeah, yeah. the the backpack, and, and she the lady who fell she the, fell. Off. She building. she does the drop, and then it shows the woman falling off of the Capitol building, and um. That was that was everything. That was probably the best way to conclude that challenge. I feel like that yeah, sh- that challenge good. needs to be done now. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate being able to see the the beauty and just some of y'all and your hip action is just amazing. The 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 ability you have to be on your knees in heels and rock and sway your hips. I applaud applaud that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many yoga classes so, um, I would have to take to accomplish that, but I did want to give you all a shout. Yeah. Um, you're inspiring. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to the next topic. Okay, this uh, is where we're going to insert our busted challenge. Before we do that, let's take a quick break. From our sponsor. Sponsors. I know he cut me off before I finished saying sponsors. So I, we just finished watching episode two of this season of The Bachelor. Now, I don't know how we as a couple got into watching The Bachelor. Uh, I Honestly, I can't remember. I think it was just on and we saw the drama that took place many, many years ago and just kept sticking with it. And initially it was, you know, how far can the miscellaneous black girl or black guy get before they get booted off. Needless to say, we didn't watch very long in early we, seasons. We usually don't. I, I try to keep watching, but once David loses interest, it's kind of like, he's low-key like the dictator of the TV. Of, of, How? Of what no, we, I'm not. no, you dictate what we watch. So nah. when he has his favorite, nah. and once his favorite is is kicked off, male or female, he's just done. And he just hate, he hates the franchise. He hates whoever is The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So this season, I still think Rachel should have chosen Eric. So I know Ray- she's got. I know she's got. Uh, what's what's dude's name? Chris. No, Ryan. it's not. It. Um, it's not Chris. I can't. I can't think of it. But uh, Carlos. No, stop. No, it's not Carlos. But anyways, go ahead. Okay. So we. So this year, with everything that happened. Well, excuse me. Last year, with everything that happened, ABC finally realized that you know they're they're racist ways had been showing and they had gone out of their way to kind of avoid having a black bachelor and there was a time where someone had said you know the the network wasn't prepared for what like comes with a black bachelor insinuating drama um because of course you can't have a black bachelor and then black female bachelorettes as candidates for his heart without there being some kind of drama um What's the word when you're spoiler? Oh yes, spoilers. We're talking about yeah, the we're bachelor. talking about the bachelor. So if you haven't seen the first night or the second night, which was tonight, tonight <laughs> uh, stop listening and then go watch it and then come back and finish listening. Yes. Um, but spoiler: the drama is actually coming from a white girl. Yes. So um, we've got our first black bachelor. We really only got him because of you know the 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 moment with the black spotlight i feel in america i think uh i think when we when we got rachel Lindsay, who uh 
probably should have won. Probably should have been chosen in Nick. Yes. Bale's season. I think she got like to the last three, last four. Um, when she was chosen for the bachelorette, I'm pretty sure it was only a matter of time before they had a black bachelor. Cause they had what? There were two, there were two three. bachelor seasons in between Rachel Lindsay's two bachelors and two bachelors. There was, there was Ari Colton. And who was this? Who was the latest guy? Ben. No, Ben was before. Oh, um, it was, it was some, some Random. real, some real basic looking dude. The uh, pilot. Yes, yes. The pilot. So there was, there was three, there were three bachelors and two three bachelors. So there've been five seasons. But I, I think they were still trending that way. We were, we were probably going to get one eventually. Um, I think kind of like COVID with, uh, with like, uh, businesses, you know, how they've kind of scaled back and, and trimmed, uh, headcount in, in certain respect. It, it was always going to happen, but COVID just sped it up. Mm-hmm. So I think with everything that happened this past summer, I think a black bachelor was always in ABC's pipeline. It just kind of sped it up a little bit it in only terms took of a 20, lot of the, 20 some odd years, a lot of the, the, you know, civil unrest that took place. This yeah. And a lot the of the ABC act, wasn't trying to lose that Toyota. And shout, and, and, but you know what? Shout out to everybody who got out. I'm going to take a quick, real quick tangent and aside shout out to everybody who got out there in the streets this summer and marched and protested for what you believe in and, and for what is right and for calling out racial injustice and systemic racism and just like shout out to everybody who went out there in a pandemic while a lot of people out there probably had been laid off or, and didn't or, cause a surge or for, or, or, for, or furloughed or lost their jobs and were, was out there day after day after day after day in the dead middle of summer uh you know utilizing your first amendment right like shout out to everybody who was out there doing it and you've seen you know i think uh the fruits of that labor are yet to be realized like i think we put a i say we because i was out there myself uh put a whole lot of seeds in the ground and i think you know we we still have that fruit to bear i think it's it's a lot of the work that we did is is still you know this is is still getting ready to sprout. So shout out to everybody who was out there this summer. I just wanted to, to put that out there. Continue. We see you. Continue. We respect you. Um, we see you. We love you. That was one of the chants. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I was home with the children, but he was on Facebook Live and we streamed it to the TV. And I made sure the one girl who could comprehend what was going on was aware. And she was very proud of her dad. Um, so we finally have our Black Bachelor. And... He's, he's not, he doesn't like blow, he's, he doesn't like blow me away. He was a, he, he, yeah. he's a safe, he's a so safe candidate. It, there's for, not a lot of, uh, I'm sure he's, he's nice. I'm sure yeah, he's, he's definitely nice. I'm sure he's definitely, um, intelligent. I'm, I'm doing the thing that he uh, works, he works in finance. I believe he's a realtor, real estate yeah. broker. And he's in, in New, York. New York. He has a great view Successful. from his apartment. Um, yeah. I've seen it. Good looking guy. Great guy. Tall. Very well figured. Fit. I think he he played college football. Wake Forest. Shout out to to, to Winston-Salem. Very well figured. But he's just, he's very, he's he's kind of. He takes a lot of showers. I mean, they show it. Are you done? Oh. And they had him chopping wood. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Shirtless. Somebody always got to have their shirt off in, in these these shows. But uh, he he kind of lacked for me. It's it's a busted challenge for me. <laughs> for, for, so for me, he lacks. Uh, Drama. No, he just doesn't have a lot of his, his personality. He doesn't really have uh, a charismatic. There's not a lot of charisma about him. He's safe. 
He's he's a very, safe pick for safe. introducing the first black male bachelor. And he does happen to be half white. His mother is white. Uh, personally, I wouldn't have known unless they show until they showed I knew, her. I, I knew who was mixed. No, you just, just no, I did by looking. I I could tell. No, no, I. How are you gonna tell me what I I did? Because I, I know your I know your mind. And no, I know you don't. I know it's knowledge. Nah, um, no, you he don't. doesn't. He, to me, he doesn't come off at like initial what you would normally think of when you see someone who is biracial, um, but. He, you know, comes from a single family. His mom raised him. He did, like, the first episode have a conversation with Chris Harrison, who is the host of Bachelor, who has, like, this smooth Bachelor swag. Yo, Chris is, Chris is the man. So he was talking to Chris about, you know, essentially being a black man and having these expectations. Fix your face, David. Having these expectations that are set upon him as the first black male Bachelor. And some of us... In this room, in this house, in on this podcast. You, no, you don't have to be. Are, you don't have to be um, discreet at all. I'll raise my <laughs> hand and speak to it. My issue is: is look, yes, there is a great big elephant in the room. First black bachelor. Yes, we are all aware of this. But do not speak to a white man about the so-called pressure of being the first black bachelor. Be, he, be, how's he going to be able? To, can he relate? Has Chris Harrison ever been black at any point in his lifetime? No. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know what that, that, that to me, I wasn't mad at, at his name's Matt, right? I wasn't mad at Matt. I was upset because I know ABC put that, that was a scripted, that conversation was scripted and it was, it was scripted by ABC. And I'm, I, I know reality shows are all scripted. And mm-hmm. I know there's, there's a very small uh, element of actual organic, um, Content, yeah, content. Uh, but I just it felt forced and it felt unnecessary, and and I felt like if that was a conversation that we were to see, like I'm sure Matt has some black uh, men in his life, mm-hmm. be it you know a, a brother, half brother, step brother, cousin, or whatever that he could have bounced that off of that ABC could have captured by filming him saying that to a white man. It's like it, it's it just felt forced and it felt. Kind of, it, I, I'm not going to be dramatic and say it was, you know, and, and cause an uproar, but it, it felt low key, kind of like disrespectful, because there's no way that Chris Harrison can give him any sort of tangible advice as to how to handle this as being the first black bachelor, because Chris Harrison is not a black. He's never been the first black anything because he's a white man. So it just I that kind of made me roll my eyes, and um, I could have done without it. Um, I am more so speaking on the context of the the conversation. I do I do agree that you know he should have saved that conversation. I mean he should have found a black producer, black cameraman. I mean I'm sure there's someone black. Um I mean it just doesn't make sense. It did no, it didn't make sense for him to have that conversation in terms of seeking advice. And I love Chris Harris. That's uh, my guy. He could have just had the conversation in terms of this is how I feel. Um but I'm not coming to you to give me advice as a white man on how me as a black man representing all of black America, black world, um, should feel. But initially what he was, what he was trying to say was I'm the first black bachelor and there are women of all creeds that you guys are presenting to me. And there is a chance that I may fall in love with a white woman, a, an Asian woman, a black woman, but there's an expectation that because he's black, 
he should pick a black woman. Yes. And somebody <laughs> who is sitting next to me has the same expectation. Now, look, there's there. Let me, let, let me finish. I'm speaking. Okay, dear. Um, <laughs> I, I get that because there, there's no, a, there, go ahead, I mean, get, get to the butt. But, Cause it's coming. There's but. a, there's a universal black camaraderie. It's like when you watch family feud and there's the black family versus the white family, you always got a team with the black family. So you get more frustrated when they say something stupid. Lawn. <laughs> Pork oh, line. Oh, what's the name that starts with, with H? Jose. <laughs> um, so, so you, it, it's, I, I, I'm not speaking for all black people, but in my experience, my black experience, when it comes down to, you know, there's a black option and a white option, I have to support the black person, you know, American Idol, when it was Ruben Stuttered and Clay Aiken, I had to go for Ruben because Ruben was black. This is my uh, before. 2004. Are you done? I miss Ruben. He's still there. <laughs> like he's, he's not. He's not making music though. Is he? he's he's singing something somewhere. So that's my Ruben went out there, man. All them, them, them suits and stuff, and was sweating up a storm. Nobody gave him like a towel or anything. Like sweat, just you'd have thought Ruben was rubber. <laughs> just sweating. Melting. I'm like, man, somebody give that man a towel. He's out there singing his heart out. Give that man a towel. And he won. He did. But we don't remember. We see more of Clay. But that's another injustice conversation for another time. So I understand the responsibility that he feels, that Matt as a black bachelor feels. So there's a part of me that's like, yes, you know, there's some beautiful black women there. Make that connection. Make it happen. On the contrary, love is supposed to be blind, as Netflix showed us. So, if he does pick, if the intention of the show... When he does. (laughs) If the intention of the show is for Matt or whoever The Bachelor is to find love, then as a viewing audience, it is our responsibility to support him in whomever he chooses. Our preference is that he chooses... A black woman because we are black. Now the white, I'm sure white people are watching it and either they don't care who he picks or they, they're like, Oh, you know, pick, pick a white girl. Um, but I felt for him when he had that conversation with Chris, because I could tell that he genuinely was stressed about this. Like, here I am, I'm the black bachelor and I know the black people want me to pick a black woman. And I, I'm sure he knows there's a high probability that he's going to pick a white woman. I think that's just, you know, his mother's white and a lot of studies that I actually have not read and cannot verify and cannot. So confirm. why are you saying that? I just want, I just want to sound, um, have said that. You remember a lot- the thing I talked about one of the last episodes where I was told that I would discredit, I would pre discredit what I was going to say. Before I even said it, that's literally what you just did. Yeah, because I don't want anyone to. So to why ask you you should you just shouldn't for bring references. it up? I know there are studies that somebody has done. Uh, I mean, you can Google a study and find something to support your point. Where you know people have shown that men usually gravitate to women that are that resemble 
their sure. mother in some capacity. Sure. Uh, his mother happens to be white. He was raised by her. So I I am assuming that the uh, that his preference is probably leaning towards a white female, which is why he went in apprehensive saying, you know, I feel all this pressure to make a certain type of selection. That's just my assumption. I am also just here for the the drama and the drama that's brought by the white girls and not the black girls so that we can we can prove that like hey, you know, those stereotypes you've assumed that we can't be drama free are are lies. Um but it would be very nice in my opinion if he picked a black woman. But I'm not hopeful that he will pick a black woman. But at the same time, Brian, that's Rachel Lindsay's husband's name. Sorry. It it was it was bothering me. It's Brian. Wow. Um, At the same time, there's this interesting conversation that we kind of touched on when it comes to interracial couples. And I talked about it this weekend. I went out to um, lunch with an old friend of mine who just happened to be in town for the holiday. And we were, you know, talking about how there's this catch 22 with interracial couples, at least as a woman, where if I see a white woman with a black man, I'm like, yes, like, you know, girl, you, you, you picked love and you, you found this black man and you took him home and your grandma was probably like, I don't really mess with these, but you still brought him home and you're fighting through and you're loving him and yeah, with the swirl. And then there's another part of me who looks at him and is like, so, bro, you mean to tell me you couldn't find one black woman out there that that that's, that that does it for you? So it's like this constant conflict of support and then cancellation of said support. And then it's the same vice versa. If I see a white guy with a black woman, I'm like, OK, girl, I see you, you know, the crossover, the, the crossover. I see it. And then him, I'm like, OK, I see you, sir. Stepping over into our territory, switching lanes, no signal, snatching up one of ours, okay with the swirl. I know grandpa don't like it, but you stood firm with your woman. But then on the other side, I'm just like, so, sis, you mean tell me you couldn't find a black man that was good, that hold it down? So it's like, a, it's it's very, very conflicting. But... Love is blind and complicated. And I feel like you have some words to say and you've kept it <laughs> contained. So I'm I'm going to give you a chance to. Wow. You're going to allow me to speak. I, it's, it's in hopes that you'll po- allow me to podcast? go. It's in hopes you'll allow me to go to Trader Joe's. No, nah, I really don't. I mean, I have fun with it. Like me and my, my like I said, my, my adopted big little brother, Alan. I mean, we, we have fun with it. Uh, but I, I'm really not that invested in it. And I think the reason why uh, I have high hopes and high expectations that Matt would pick a black woman is because throughout the entire existence of this franchise, uh, black and a black woman has not been chosen uh, at the final, uh, as the final contestant in 20 some years. Uh, and, you, and it's just, you you see the, I won't say the, the devaluing of, of black women, but you see how uh, one could make the argument that ABC is projecting that the black a black woman is not as valuable as mm-hmm. 
these other demographics because not one bachelor contestant has chosen a black woman to be his wife. And we're amazing. Up until, up until this, up in, uh, I mean, as of yet. So Let it me would, tell y'all, and, we are and, amazing. And uh, Bust it. It would just, it would be nice. You know, and we've had, uh, we've had two black bachelorettes, Rachel Lindsay and then um, Tasia, who is black and, and Mexican. And we would definitely want to call out her, her heritage because she, that's important to her. But neither one of them chose a black man as their as their uh, as their husband or, or asked them to not, neither of them chose a, a black man or any other black contestants to propose to them. And that is their right. Like you said, love is blind and, you know, love is unique and uh, different to every single person, like what they put emphasis on mm-hmm. in terms of what love means to them. So I'm not here to to criticize or or. or you know, tear down anybody's relationship. I'm just saying that it, for once, it would be nice for the bachelor or bachelorette to pick, you know, a black woman or a black man as their their ultimate prize. It would just be nice to see. That doesn't mean, you know. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna be dramatic and be like, oh, I'm not watching this show anymore. But every and time I say that, I always come back the next season or or within a couple of seasons. So. Because uh, it's it's ultimately it's just it's um, guilty pleasure content for us, and, and I think we both know that. So uh, I enjoy it. You know the the way they always have like a villain in uh, mm-hmm. in every single season. Um, it's just it's it's good, and there's there's a good very good portion of it that's just funny trash uh, relationship TV, uh, reality TV. So it's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, you know, Matt, I, I wish him well, and I, and I do want to acknowledge the pressure that he feels, and I imagine that it is immense being the first Black Bachelor uh, in, in, in a franchise. And I and I know that I, I don't know that it should. Um, I don't know that I would categorize it as pressure. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily a good word. Um, I think he should just acknowledge that there's an expectation. But uh, to me, when you say I just feel pressure to pick a Black woman, it's like that wouldn't already be like an option for him. I don't know. It's, for me, it just, it just, it just kind of rubs me a little wrong um, with them saying that. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And if, you know, if we get to the end of this and he picks, you know, I think that there's a woman there, there's a, um, um, you know, woman of, I think there's a, there's, there's a bunch of different, mm-hmm. there's a woman it's with a bunch of different, a diverse cast. Yeah, it's, it's definitely diverse. They put a good diverse cast of, of, of young, young women, uh, together for him so and you know he could he could go any kind of way so it, it'll be interesting to to see what happens but no I'm, I, I won't be I won't be upset but the day that it happens it, it'll be nice mm-hmm. you know and you know hopefully I won't have dentures <laughs> by then <laughs> whenever it whenever it happens but no, nice. the way the way you broke it down I guess it makes a little bit more sense um why you feel the way you do um thank you Jessica I appreciate that. I'm going to have to edit that. And out. I appreciate you. You know that? Enough for me to go to Trader Joe's? No, not that much. <sighs> I tried. Um, but in other dating news. Let's take a quick break because I want this to be our last break before you wrap up. Okay. Okay. Thanks. So I sent you a post on Instagram. I think it was from the Shade Room. But it turns out that our boy... Michael B. Jordan has found himself 
a black queen. You sent me the post? I thought I sent it to you. No, I sent it to you. I definitely sent it to you. Yeah, let get me, the receipts. Ver- Pull this. them receipts. I sent it to you. Um, because you're busy doing your job during the day, so you don't have time to see things on social media. Yeah, good coverage. Yes, appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, so Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey, who I'm assuming is Steve Harvey's daughter. You don't know? Come no, on, son. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have time. You I know can't my, be talking about stuff that you don't know. About. I know my two daughters. That's it. Um, they're together. And this is kind of a big deal because it has been known that Michael B. Jordan has a preference for women who are not black. So the fact that he is, in a confirmed relationship with Lori Harvey. That's a big deal. That's growth. That's progress. Um, and I wish them the best. But it has me thinking, between this pandemic and everything that's going on, for those of you who are out in this world dating, I feel for you. Mm. I I have spoken to a lot of single women pre-pandemic. And yeah. even then, I felt for you. So I can't imagine now. And then... Just getting hollered at someone wearing a mask and you don't know what the the beneath the nose situation is, the jawline, the teeth. You just it it's a lot. And and I I'm spoiled because I met you when I was twenty. So I didn't really have to go through much of the chaos that comes with dating in this day and age or that day and age. So, you know, I know all the apps. And I actually am on a dating app. I'm not dating, but I'm on a dating app. I haven't used it in a while. Um, I found out that Bumble had a best friend feature. So I jumped on Bumble. And because I'm a married woman and not trying to date someone, I didn't think anything of it. But I guess (laughs) one day, because we're not very secretive with our phones, so we just kind of leave our phones laying around. He has the passcode to mine. I have the passcode to him. His, we steal pictures of the girls uh, from each other's phones. So I guess one day he happened upon my phone and saw like a Bumble notification, but didn't say anything to me when he saw the notification and then waited a day or two and said, so I noticed you had Bumble on your phone. <laughs> I wanted to give you, I want to give you opportunity to come clean. But he had already, I guess he had already researched and seen that there was a, uh, a best friend feature, a so, friendship feature. So it's interesting because you talk about growth and that in and of itself is an example of growth because I, because I married and have been so for the last six years, I'm not privy to a lot of these, these dating apps. So I don't know, I wouldn't have known that Bumble had a best friend feature. I would have known, I wouldn't know any feature of these dating apps other than swiping left or right. That's generally a component of, of any, any that you'll download uh, and a, and a, a 26 year old David probably would have saw it and been like, yo, why are you on Bumble? So you know what I'm saying? You, you, so you David already, never spoke like this. You already stepping out. You know what I'm saying? I thought David, we had, I thought David, we was building, David never. I thought we was building a legacy. You know what I'm saying? The empire. I thought like you was, this. you was short. You my shorty. You know what I'm saying? You never. stepping out. No, but lies. Uh, you're right. I wouldn't have said shorty. Um, <laughs> but now I'm 30, I'm 33. And, and very I'm 30. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. Yes, dear. You're I'm, 30. You're I'm three young. years younger than me. I'm young. Uh, I'm 30. I'm, I'm no, very. He's I'm, 33. I'm 30. I'm 30. <laughs> You're right. I'm 33. Sorry. I'm 30. Stop talking. <laughs> Shush. I'm 33. I'm uh, way more secure 
and like Jessica said, you know, we're just, I think trust is probably one of the, it's probably the biggest thing most couples crave uh, when they're in a relationship, but I think it's, it's the least attained uh, mm-hmm. goal for, for most couples, especially here in America. So I'm, I'm, I'm extremely blessed that, that we have that. And it's, you know, it's, it's, um, uh, mutual. mutual. Yes. Thank you. Goodness. Though so, I always, I'm, I accuse him of having an affair like once a quarter. Uh, so <laughs> I saw it and I was like, why is she on Bumble? But I didn't, I didn't overreact. I just went and searched and was like, there has to be a reason why she's, she's on Bumble. So, uh, I went and just, just did a quick Google search and I saw that it had like a best friend feature. And I knew that we were in a pandemic. She, uh, you know, uh, Jessica hasn't been working. She didn't work this whole past year of 2020. She didn't work at all. She's the primary, uh, she's, she primarily is primarily the, she's the parent who takes care of the girls during the day, because like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm working. So our oldest is in kindergarten. She does virtual kindergarten and we have a soon to be one year old. So Jessica is managing all of that throughout the day. So she doesn't have a lot of time to check in with her girlfriends or run out and grab drinks or anything like that. So especially during the early stages of the pandemic, she just, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, a, a, she didn't have a lot of stimulating adult conversation unless it was with me. And at that, and usually it's and that's not stimulating. <laughs> yeah. And it's usually at the end of the day when we're both just dead tired and we just want to go to bed. So it made sense that she would want to, you know, seek, you know, um, you know, just see who's out there and see who would, who would need, who could be feeling similarly to her uh, and just need somebody to reach out and, and make friends with so that you can just kind of touch base every once in a while. So it, it made sense once I realized that that's what it was. And, um, that didn't stop me from having a little fun with it when I, <laughs> I you confronted did. her about it, but it's, uh, it's actually a really cool feature now that I, I, I think about it because, and it couldn't have been more, I don't know how long it's been around, but, um, it's perfect for, you know, the day and age that we're, we're living in where, you know, things have kind of starting to open back up now, but the vast majority of people are still a little hesitant to kind of go out and, and live life like they used to know it. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a good thing, but that's definitely a, a sign of growth for me. And I'll just go ahead and, and be honest, you know, at, at 26, I would not have had, I would not have been that patient and I would not have taken a step back to think like, Hey, I know my wife, I know what she's about and I, I know the kind of person she is. So let me make sure that, you know, I look into this before I confront her about snooping on her phone and seeing (laughs) i'm so i'm so touched at your trust for me because um even at 30 six years into marriage if i had seen bubble on his phone i would have i remember um, i think i was on tinder at one point it was like i don't know if we were married or if we were you said you were doing like some market research or something yeah i was I can't remember for what it was something I was involved with. I think I was trying to to see the functionality of the app. Cause I think I had, I tried to start a social media, uh, company, uh, like a website for, um, for Christians. So, and I, I, I'd done it, I'd partnered with someone else. And so I think I was doing market research in terms of like, if we wanted to incorporate that into what we were trying to build, because at the time I think our, the only person, only company, out like that uh, for targeted strictly at Christians for social media was uh, Christian mingle. So we were like, okay, well, what if we could build a unique social network, uh, but then also kind of maybe have a component of what has made Christian mingle popular. So I think that's probably why I was on it. Um, but yeah, I told her, I told her and she was just like, why are you on Tinder? 
what are you doing on Tinder? Why do you need to be on Tinder? Let me see it right now. That's not my. <laughs> I, I don't speak that deeply. Um, but yeah, uh, I I will I will light a fire. Yeah. So I will burn it all down if I suspect. Um, honestly, if I'm sitting on the couch and I look up and he's looking at his phone and he grins. And it's like, <laughs> She's like what are you and smiling it's, at? it's too happy of a grin. I'm, I'm like, wait, and like, who's giving you that much 90, joy? 90% uh, of the time I'm looking at memes that either and, my, and that my brother, usually, my cousins have sent me or my, my, my brother, Alan have sent me and I'm just laughing at it. And that's she usually it's, what it is, but I am not. And I know this is, this might sound crazy to some, but I think it makes, it might make sense to others. I, love my husband i trust my husband i know the man i married but i also don't ever want to take that for granted i know who i married that's from hamilton by the way we know everybody everybody knows uh so i i i like the idea of staying woke and recognizing that things are always possible not saying he will but just recognizing that things are always possible. So, so let me um, let me I, let me jump in right quick because you, you guys know I, I love my stories, right? And I don't mind telling them. I actually had this conversation with um, with Bethany this morning because um, uh, she had shared the the meme that we're gonna when this is all over we're gonna have a conversation about capital versus capital, <laughs> and I I told her that I had accidentally used the wrong capital for. The promotions for our, our previous episode um, and we were just kind of talking about how my parents taught me to laugh at myself so y'all know I love my story so I'm gonna try to be quick because we're almost at an hour and I know Jess has a point she wants to make but I learned very early on in my life that I am not a player uh, nor do I have any sort of game whatsoever so I'm gonna take y'all back to middle school <laughs> All right? and Jessica knows the story and so um, <laughs> and I'm not gonna use any names because I think I might still be friends with some of these parties in this story. So uh, I was in middle school, right? And I was I was in a in a relationship uh, with this with this girl. It was, black it was girl. an entanglement. <laughs> I had an entanglement with this girl. Um, but throughout, I think I want to say I was in like seventh grade. I really don't even know. Uh, and there was I was I was in a relationship with this one girl. So we held hands, <laughs> like sat together at lunch. That was the extent of our relationship. You didn't carry her books? You didn't carry her books to class? Nah. Because my arms were full of mine. That, that's a real relationship. Yeah. I don't when think we had any, but I don't even think we had any classes together. So that was. You're I supposed to walk her to her class and then be late to your yeah, class. Yeah, I, I, I don't have time for that. So um, uh, there was this dead. other girl who, who I had known and who I'd always had a crush on. So. I was with I was with this other girl and you know we were it was cool it was all right but you know it was, it was middle school so you're not really ever really into anybody in middle school so I was I was I was <laughs> talking to the other girl uh, who I was not with and I was like you know I just really I really like you you know what I'm saying and I, I feel like you like me too and she was like yeah but you're with so and so she was like I can't I can't I'm not gonna do that so shout out to her for being very stand up citizen at in, in middle school at, at age you know, 12 or whatever. So I was like, Hmm. So me being a genius, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, I told the girl, my girlfriend at the time, uh, this is on a Friday. I told her that I was moving <laughs> <laughs> and that we had to break up because obviously a long distance relationship isn't going to work. 
and she was, you know, she was heartbroken. Of course, she was like, "Oh, this seems so. This all seems so sudden <laughs> because it was." <laughs> yeah. And um, but I didn't think it through. Like I didn't like I didn't clean up my locker. <laughs> I think it like, and you know, n- normally when someone moves uh, and they're leaving the school, like teachers, they'll make an announcement, and you'll have like going away, like maybe like cake or cupcakes or something. Like it was just a regular Friday. Teacher was like, "Don't forget your homework, chapter thirty-seven assignment." Um, none of my <laughs> friends were like sad or anything. I got on the bus, like everybody picked me up and I didn't even think that come Monday, I'm going to be back in school. <laughs> so I was like, y'all moving. And, you know, she was sad. So, you know, I gave her a little peck on the cheek after, uh, after school and I, you know, I rode the bus and went home and I think it was like Sunday night. <laughs> it just hit me like, Oh shoot. Like I gotta, I gotta go back to school. Um, <laughs> so then I walked back into school on Monday and then she's sitting there looking at me like and I was like see what I ha- what happened was is that I thought I was moving and I but I didn't even know like the ins and outs of moving or real estate or anything like that um, so then word got around that I had just lied to her because I wanted to talk to this other girl I didn't know then, word got around yeah and then the other girl found out and she was like oh, I don't want anything to do with you so I was uh I was a deadbeat for, uh, it was like six months. And then I was able to, uh, reestablish my reputation. I came back from it. And so I learned very early. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not cut out for this, for this, uh, this, this player game type stuff. So I'm just going to go ahead and play the straight and arrows. So, yes. Yeah, so because of his middle school experience, he's, yeah. he's certain that, um, he's not, he's not built. For so this. you don't have anything to worry about. Anyway, I am, Never going to be naive to the idea that, you know, women always like people want what's what's good that someone else has. So, you know, it's part of the staying woke, you know, it's part of, you know, the the busted challenges. You, just, you literally just called me homeless like an hour ago, though. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> did you see yourself? Even you confirmed I was, it. I was, um, I mean, I was. Dating is It was tough. not my best moment. Marriage is also work. But you have to be aware of all possibilities. Even like, e- look at how many men of God get God. get snatched up in some crazy scenarios. Your boys bought like how many Lamborghinis down in South Carolina? Uh, John Gray. John Gray's in South Carolina. Yeah, he oh, like I thought he was like out in Texas. No, nah, he right down eighty five. So I mean. Mm. I take that into account, not encouraging you to do nothing wild because you do something wild, someone might end up dead. But the comments made by Jessica <laughs> belong to her and her herself. They are not indicative of the views oh, of those Rush. of us here at Rushed Vibes yeah. as an entire uh, as an entity. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I am, you know, I feel like. You should never take your partner for granted in the sense that you can't think that someone someone else can just swoop in and snatch sure. them from you. Sure. Um, so that that's definitely something that I just wanted to sprinkle. And I, I, I said I did a lot of segueing to get to this point. But, you know, I for those of you who are dating, especially pandemic dating i feel for you i joined bumble because i really just you know i didn't get to do the whole dating online thing so i just wanted to swipe on people um that's really i know it sounds shallow um 
someone had a friend of mine, Jess, she had posted on Facebook that there was a friend feature. So I was like, oh, cool. So I can swipe on people and not get in trouble because I'm not like having an affair. How dare you? So I, I, it's fun. Um, I've learned a lot of my bias <laughs> biases, um, which can be a topic for another conversation. But in general, it's really just fun swiping, just swiping back and forth. I have made some very meaningful connections. I've had some nice conversations. You don't realize how little opportunities you have to kind of talk about yourself. Uh, and you really only get to talk about yourself when you're introducing yourself to someone and giving them the chance to get to know you and develop an opinion on you. So it's been nice, you know, building my profile and seeing what things about me interest people and, you know, swiping on someone and then realizing that you're a match and you're like, oh, yay. But it at the end of the day, I realize like I have enough friends and I don't even keep up with those people. So I, I really don't have the bandwidth to, yeah. to, to build friendships with new people. But there are a couple of people that I have connected with that I have made efforts and we have good conversation. Um, I'm just not a good communication friend. So well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like pen pals back in the day, you know, like when we used to have pen pals, oh, yeah. people you would write to or like, uh, uh, back when the internet was just America online. Uh, and you would go into like, yeah, would go into like chat rooms and stuff. I remember there was a uh, we when I was living in Virginia, we had um, we had a computer, one computer for the whole family. Mm-hmm, one, that Pentium one, Four, yeah, one desktop. And uh, I got in the chat room and, and met. Uh, I think there was this girl out in Louisiana, um, and we would just chat about just random, just random stuff that we went through as as kids. And it wasn't like every single day. It was you know a couple times a week, maybe once. Every other week, um, but it was just kind of nice to talk to somebody who was unfamiliar mm-hmm. and learn about uh, be a different cultures or what it's like living in a different state. Because uh, as a kid, you know, if you don't travel a lot, um, I knew I knew Virginia and North Carolina because my grandparents lived in North. My grandmother, excuse me, lived in North Carolina, and we lived in Virginia. Um, and a lot of my traveling was just around the state mm-hmm. of Virginia or to Monroe, North Carolina. So it was kind of cool to learn a little bit about, <clears throat> excuse me, Louisiana and. You know, just somebody who I didn't didn't see every day. So no, it's I, I can I can appreciate that. It's it's definitely uh, valuable. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we'll span into this deeper. I have a random thing I want to say. I've been looking at you from the side a lot lately, and your nose is actually kind of cute from the side. Thank you. I just I just felt like saying that since since I feel like from the side. I said from the side. The the side. Well, it's, if you look at me. You're going to see no. it from the side. Oh, okay. I thought you were posing for the camera. I was oh, like, no. yeah, it's kind of cute from the side. Thank you. You but no. I don't know. I don't know too many men that want to hear they have a cute nose, but I appreciate you. You got a, you got a very masculine, sexy nose. Come here with that nose. <laughs> okay, I'm done. But yeah, so if you are seeking friendships, uh, I definitely recommend Bumble for friendships i actually even i talked about it with my therapist and she told one of her clients i guess she was kind of struggling with some you know postpartum loneliness so she recommended her client to use it so she was like what was that app you said you used?" so i told her so yeah it's it's fun it's easy and you know you can kind of get to a place where you're like i don't i don't really feel like pushing this relationship anymore and and you're good just don't give out your phone number too soon yeah see ya that's it. So, uh, I think the next discussion Uh-oh. 
is going to be really heavy because you mentioned something about marriage being work. And we have had, we're going to give you all a little sneak peek. We're going to give you all a little sneak peek because during one of our test episodes, uh, then maybe we'll release one day. Maybe we won't. Probably. We almost ended up divorced. Probably not. You almost divorced me. Now we almost ended up divorced. Uh, we were talking, and, and you know, our, all of our arguments, they're never, they never spur from the actual topic that we're discussing. It's always an, a, just a, a, a side comment that one of us makes. Um, and then we, we like, well, wait a minute, what do you mean? And then we just dive into it. So we were having a conversation and I think it was just offhand. I was like, well, you know, marriage is difficult. And then Jess was like, I don't think marriage is difficult. And then we kind of had this back and forth and then we kind of ended it. But and I didn't, we didn't, I didn't we didn't, di- but we didn't discuss it as a married couple. No, because that would be the rational thing to do. That would be the mature adult thing to do. What did Jessica do? She went on her friends, sorry, our friends mm. podcast. Actually, she's your friend now because she let you do this. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Let me, let me, I'm speaking. Speak. So she went on. Her friends, just I love you, Jacinthia. She went on Jacinthia, uh, our friend Jacinthia's podcast. Married and having fun. Married and having fun. I'll put them in the show notes as well. Uh, they talk about uh, um, uh, having fun having having fun and and the importance of sex uh, uh, in marriage, um, and especially from a Christian woman to Christian women's perspective. Um, Sorry. Really quick plug, but go check them out. It's, it's fabulous. Well, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. I listened to. to the New Year's episode today. Uh, so she went, they had a women's retreat and then they also, they also Which turned. Which was amazing. Yeah, whatever. And they turned that into an actual podcast episode. And this chick went on and literally threw me under the bus. What I was not there to defend myself. Like oh. literally trashed me. I and so I'm sitting here doo, 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 downloading the mansion and married and having fun podcast. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, that's my wife. I was like, man, she's really going in on something. I'm like, wait a minute. That's, that's right. me. She's talking about me. <laughs> so I want you all to get ready for next week's discussion. It's, it's going to be ugly. I want you all to get ready for next week's but you discussion. Know what? And You're I'm going to go ahead and change your stance. No, 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 I'm not. I'm going to go. I'm going to give you all the pre- premise is. I'm the, we're not going to give any more any more discussion on it tonight. I'm just going to leave you with the question. So if you see this, yeah. we'll, we'll make some posts about it throughout the week for Let those of, for those of you who who engage with us on social media. And we'll try to get a little bit more active. I know we're still getting acclimated to it. Uh, is marriage difficult? And that's the question. That's it. Is marriage difficult? Yes or no? And no, you and feel no 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 no, wait. no middle yeah, no no say yes or no, but then feel free to expand on your thoughts. Because it's not so it's not so black and white as some may presume. So that's what we're going to talk about next oh, week. It's we'll on continue. Like Donkey Kong. We'll you continue. Know, we might not make it till next week. We'll we continue might need a with bonus episode. We'll, this conti- week. we'll continue with the the relationship theme next week, and we'll talk about is marriage difficult. That may be the only thing we talk about because I imagine we both have a whole lot to say about it. It's going to be a long so, hour. With that being said, there will be no busted challenges taking place. Definitely not. We may actually need a bus. It challenges. Somebody's going to be leaving here single. <laughs> um, but we're definitely going to. You know what? We're, no, we need to wrap no, up. No, elaborate. Just an extra I just point. said that. Who do you think has what opinion on marriage? Oh, they already know. So. Uh, they're listening. No, they're listening. So um, we'll go ahead and close. <laughs> 
Like I said, look for that episode next week. Be sure to let us know if you think marriage is difficult or not. And we'll drop some some uh, some posts on social media um, just in case you forget or, or you're not watching this or listening to this in time. Uh, we definitely want to say thank you to all of our new subscribers on YouTube, everyone who's liked us on Facebook and followed us on Instagram. Um, for those of you who haven't maybe have stumbled upon us via a algorithm or whatever, uh, I'll drop all of our social media contacts uh, all of our social media profiles in the description below. I also add them in the show notes. If you if you found us on Apple, Google, or Spotify, which are the podcast platforms we're on, if you would like to support the channel, you can uh, via Cash App. So it just be rush, you know, dollar sign rushed vibes. R U S H D V I B E S. New episodes every single Wednesday on YouTube here. If you're watching us, and then also on those podcast platforms. So um, subscribe and rate us. Subscribe and rate. Yeah, please do rate. Uh, we've got two so far uh, in terms of uh, reviews. We've got, I think the last time I checked, 10 ratings, which is awesome. They've all been five stars. We appreciate you. It's probably just my mom rating us five different times. I tried rating us, but <laughs> Apple, like Apple won't accept. Apple was like, uh, I, think, I think you're an owner of this podcast, yeah. ma'am. But uh, no, thank you. But if you, if, if you are listening to us and you, know, you, you had a lot of fun listening and or, and or watching us, please do leave a review. Uh, and rate us because that helps other people find us as well and, and feel free to, to share with family and friends we had our uh, visitors from Djibouti in Ireland visit the site again don't think I forgot about y'all I love y'all Thank we appreciate you. you guys Canada Japan stand up world tour you got you got VIP v- just make yourself know VIP we got you uh, but so, we do um, appreciate y'all absolutely absolutely so um yeah, this is uh, episode six. This is really awesome that we've gotten six episodes into this and we're actually going to stick to our, our schedule. So we appreciate everybody joining the Vibe Tribe. We, uh, that was really loud, but we're uh, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Uh, get some sleep. It's still a pandemic, so be sure to wear a mask, socially distance. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Stay safe, stay healthy. Until next time, I'm Dave. I'm Jess. This is Rush Vibes and we out. Be good. Peace. I done can't wait to fucking stop me now. Stop me now. Stop me now. Yeah, I done can't wait to fucking stop me now.